everyone. Welcome to the Thunk Tank Podcast. Thanks for downloading. If you're a new listener and you're wondering what the hell a Thunk Tank is, it's a think tank um, filled with enough craft beer to, to become thunky. I don't know. We're just making this up as we go. I'm Luke, a musician, and uh, I'm a trumpet player and teacher. Joe is our other co-host. He is a writing professor. And then we have Johnny, who's a home brewer. Uh, he works at breweries, and uh, he's also a genie. So if you're not sure what that means, just listen to enough episodes and it will start to make sense. I'm pretty sure towards the end of this episode, Johnny's wife, Kara, also came on and joined us. Uh, we've all flown a lot and have a lot of funny stories. The topic for this episode was airlines, airports, airplanes. If you came here to like um, learn about aerodynamics of lift and Bernoulli's principle and fluid dynamics, you have 100% come to the wrong place. But if you've come to like get into the complicated issues of like obese people taking up half your seat on the airplane and what to do about that, that's kind of the issues we get into, taking a big rusty dump on the airplane while you're 30,000 feet in the air. That's the kind of thing we talk about while drinking some beer. Um, uh, let's see, other funny stories. I think if you listen all the way to the end, I, I just edited it together. We got to this amazing invention. Um, I won't spoil the details, but you'll want to listen to the end. It's a piece of clothing that that you can wear while on a long flight. So I won't tell you exactly what it is, but the name we came up with is called the cockpit. So I'll let your imagination take it from there. Um, lastly, if you do enjoy what we're doing, consider supporting us on Patreon. There's a link to that in the episode description, patreon.com slash thunktankpodcast. Basically, for as little as $1 an episode, which ends up being like 3 to $4 a month, you can help us um, raise some money while we do this thing. It does take time to edit and record these. And uh, you can just help us upgrade equipment little as we go. Go ahead and listen to an early episode and compare it to like the audio quality now. It's significantly better thanks to the Patreon donations. And then also as a reward for that, you can listen to exclusive content. We record um, extra episodes once in a while when we're really drunk, and we call them the drunk tanks. And you'll get a private link that, that goes to a separate RSS feed for that. So consider that. Either way, we greatly appreciate you listening and potentially supporting us. Share it with people who you think might like it. And I will see you in the airplane thunk tank. Attention, humans. This is a thunk tank. Please insert this podcast directly into your nearest orifice for viewing pleasure. Okay, you ready? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the thunk tank. <laughs> Welcome to the thunk tank. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Welcome. To, come into our. Come into our thunk tank. Luke, don't switch <laughs> to the other peanuts. <laughs> Welcome to the thunk tank. Come in the tank. We're thinking and we're thinking <laughs> and we're thunked. And we're <laughs> Oh my god, I'm probably more beer than man if we go far enough back at this point. I'm gonna keep rambling. And we're going here, I'm not gonna stop rambling. Welcome to the Thunk Tank episode all about, uh, flying. This is, uh, I am so excited, guys. This episode is brought to you by American Airlines. Don't say uh, that. Right now, oh, go you to can't, AA.com you can't actually say and you, you can can't book actually travel say to that. any of your favorite locations. No, AA.com um, is for if you have a problem drinking. AA.com no, they're going to sue you now. You can't, 
You can't make that up. That's false advertising. Yeah, Luke, we have to start over. No, no, it's called it's not, reverse not sponsorship. Sh- they don't know we're sponsoring them. No, no, that's a, it's illegal. It's not. I don't it's not think like it's a illegal to tag. just tell people you should eat, fly this airline. No, that's not what you did. You said they're sponsoring us, which they aren't. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. you said that. they're... Okay. <laughs> I see what like I did. That's, a, <laughs> that's uh, actually yeah. a valid point. Yeah, you're saying that they're they're prom- we're promising things that they don't know exist. Not only that, I think there might be some extended family that might contribute to the cast that are members of American Airlines who might get in trouble. Allegedly. Of fla- so let me rephrase all of that. This, this is episode podcast, is reverse folks. sponsored by American Airlines. Reverse what reverse sponsorship means <laughs> is that, that they're they didn't communicate yeah, exactly. with us at all, but we're going to go ahead and send you in their direction. You know, and you should go to AA.com and upon checkout, enter Thunk into the code <laughs> Wait, box is your and th- receive 20% off your airline. <laughs> oh my God. You're thinking if we just plug it, eventually they'll say, yeah, maybe we should support them. I bet somebody in corporate would go, hey, we're getting a lot of traffic due to the uh, Thunk product code. We don't know what Thunk means. None but. of that is how. <laughs> There's a real buzz are. around this thunking thing. Yeah. No, that's it's never gonna happen, guys. I am so excited though because we are. Su- if you're joining us for the first time, we are yeah. such experts when it comes to airlines and planes. And yeah, you're gonna learn a lot this episode. Flying stuff. Oh my! I don't think you guys are ready, so you should crack. Uh, crack a cold one. At least, even a, if at you're least driving. A cold one. Nope, not that. But uh, yeah, the rest of it, sure. All yeah. right. So, uh, Johnny, you just <laughs> flew. I wanted I've to. Been fl- I've been flying a lot lately. I wanted to I guess. talk generally about flying. Wait, and you then, have the flu? No. Oh, oh that's funny. Um, <laughs> and then also, it's kind of like a controversial topic, but I just wanted oh, to like boy. touch Here upon it, like the obesity and flying thing. Because oh, I we're starting right at, into that. Let's I actually do it. looked at all the airline policies regarding that today. Dude, you really do need an actual job. I know. I've been telling. <laughs> I've been telling the audience if they have any side jobs, they please. Need to if you have any work with. for him, even just busy work, you know. Filing work, something to keep his mind occupied. You could get a mail gig in uh, Minnesota, I think. A mail gig? <laughs> Would you drive the truck Minnesota. with him? In a frog suit. <laughs> By the way, to like Duluth Atheist, if you're listening, that He's frog suit um, was worn by my fiance while cooking the other night. That's um, weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get back on your anti-fat body shaming rant. Yeah, where I thought we might you? arrive there at like minute forty. <laughs> like you, you, yeah, you opened with it though. Yeah. You came in hot. I was ready to tell you some said, plain stories. You said you had to touch upon it, and then immediately started ranting. How? Oh, I happened to read every airline policy about it. And then you went into your you and your fiance's furry porn uh, obsession. Just dial it in, bro. Pick one topic. <laughs> They're all interesting <laughs> topics, but let's just run with one. All right. Then what do you want to run with? I want to know Let's, what you learned wasting your day. Yeah, I want to hear about these policies because I've always wondered. Luke's uh, referring to, I messaged him as I got on a plane because there was a very large family boarding, uh, pre-boarding because they were all, they all had, uh, you know, they were all in wheelchairs. Getting free there. pre-boarding because Oh, uh, here he fat. goes. Here he well, goes. yeah, let me just give my co- the context before we get your opinion. Uh, <laughs> no, before we get yeah, his I, raving. I did, I did notice that, that, oh, yeah, they are getting to board early, like yeah. before the military people. Like they, you know, the infirm go on first, I think. And I just had that thought because I knew it was a full flight. I was like, oh man, I really hope I don't get stuck next to them. That's the modern Russian roulette of traveling is if you get stuck next to somebody that is actively taking up, you know, let's say more than 10% of your seat by spilling into it. Mm -hmm. And 
I got lucky. I got on the plane and the guy was in the front of the plane. I was in the back, but he was in the aisle. His, I think wife or sister, maybe they looked related, but uh, was in the window. And then the guy in the middle was clearly not with them and some skinny dude. And he just had his eyes closed with his head straight back, like trying to meditate his way through it. Like I could tell he's just trying to be like, okay, I got six hours of this. Just, just leave your body. Let it happen. And I was, I was lucky. The guy next to me was pretty tiny and and kind of wormy looking. Wait, but you were Uh, to that guy what those people were to the other guy almost definitely (laughs) but i was in the aisle seat and i try to spill into the aisle and just keep an eye out for the cart cart. yeah yeah or for people going to the bathroom they almost do it on purpose they're like like go fuck yourself level i don't know though the guy next to me was weird he had a fedora on and like a rolex and then like jeans and a t-shirt and he watched fox news for six hours without his headphones just on mute no subtitle and it has subtitles no subtitles nothing just staring at fox news for like six hours falling asleep now and then i do that he was real weird i watch movies on the plane with no sound the weirdest part was when I got up to let him get out of his aisle, he unplugged my headphones and then slid past. What? And when he came back, I was like, please don't touch my headphones. And he goes, oh, they were in the way. Are you serious? Like, just, yeah. And I, was, I said, I was like, let me know. Don't touch my stuff, please. And then he went, oh, no, no, no. didn't really say anything. And no, 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 he, 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 because they were like in the armrest, you know, the end of the armrest. Okay. But they were specifically, I brought my kind that I use for this, where it, it, it bends at a 90 degree angle. Right. Um, no, you don't have right to worry now, about the attachment point failing. It's not, it's, yeah, it doesn't have the cord shooting out that will snag on close. It's, it's like a low clearance yeah, one, it's an accordion specifically cord. for flights that I bring. And it was just like, don't touch my fucking headphones. Wait, say but why say did something. He have to, why did he have to unplug it? I don't, I don't know. He flipped my, the armrest up so he could slide out and then unplugged my headphones and then got out. And it was just like, why are you even touching my armrest? Yeah, like, you should have choked him. I, I almost did. No, but, but I was just so being lucky. On I a was plane just requires you to be so calm. You have to be prepared to like have stress and be calm because otherwise you might freak out, which escalate. Means all the rules of society yeah. are dialed up on a plane. Yeah. You can't the freak small, out ever. The rules are the same. The stakes are way higher. That's true too. The stakes are it's so just like high. It, it's just like, you know, if you're you know, if you're on a military base versus if you're in a submarine. Like it's just right. you know, there's a certain level of of yeah, yeah like you said, because things can, can only escalate so far. You're yeah. in a metal tube still are with a bunch military, of strangers. But you're in the military if you're in a submarine. Yeah. And like I had that thought on the flight. I was like, how crazy is it that one person can ruin everybody here's day, week? Who knows what their travel arrangements are involving? Yeah. Vacations, family, weddings, funerals. Like one asshole can just lose it. And like huck his beer can at the flight attendant. Oh now you're God, landing. Yeah. Now you're landing in Kansas, and the FBI is coming, and Homeland Security, and you're going to be sitting on the tarmac because you were a witness for hours and hours before you can even get back to traveling, which sucks to begin with. And it's crazy that shit doesn't happen more often. Even good but, people, like I mean, I'm sorry. Even like really shit people, like dirtbag people, they clean their act up when they're flying because you to, yeah. you, you know you have to. Like if you're just this, if you're the same piece of shit that you would be on a train, and you do that on a plane, yeah, that's not gonna work. Well, because for right. a train, they can just wait till the next station, and a regular cops there, or they push you out, or it's like nobody's hi- nobody, and also nobody's ever hijacked a train and flew it into a building because it's kind of on a track. Yeah, so you can only, it's, a, it's exactly on a track. You can only do it, so it, much taking it over, right? Yeah. You yeah. C- you can derail it if you break into the front, but by then you would definitely get overpowered. 
It, anyway. There's got to be some but, overriders. But some or asshole, just, right? some, or, they, or they just turn it off. But if some asshole Kill shits out a stick or something, yeah. yeah, like I'm sure there's a way to like remotely like engage fr- the fr- no. Oh, but the problem yeah. is when they give the kill override remotely, something. then the override, the remote override, can be hacked. You know can what it? I mean? By who? Who's I don't know. Some CIA. Russians. <laughs> yeah, Look, stop watching Russians. movies and get a job. <laughs> That's the two things um, I did today. <laughs> so, so what are the policies for uh, the well endowed? That's okay, not the so phrase for for the corpulent. Uh, people. That. Let me just also preface this with like, um, it it became a funny topic that I was texting you guys about because I just flew flew recently. Johnny, we were flying on the same day actually. That's um, right. And like, I sent you a funny picture of like that that cart that travels around the airport that carries um Cattle. many the baggage car handicapped people, but um, including oh. obese people, and it it kind of just looked like a funny. A funny image to my mind, and I, I snapped a quick picture of it and sent it to you guys. Um, and then you were sending a picture back to me about the people waiting at your gate saying, oh, I hope I'm not sitting next to so-and-so. So we were making a lot of jokes, and, and we, we started this idea of Luke Airlines, which would be an airline that clearly would never work because I'm weighing human beings like cattle when they check in. Yeah, there's just for somebody that's fed up with how the airlines treat you as a customer, there's a severe lack of humanity in Luke Air. Yeah, so uh, the respect for the individual yeah, but he is. He decides. Don't what? What aren't you getting about this, Johnny? He knows uh, okay. what's best. Okay, Dragon Mother, go ahead. But <laughs> but, um, I have to say, like, I totally get the um, sympathy angle for overweight people, like. What okay, couch, you couch, couch. why you're going to charge them so much. One of the yeah, he, he, he's me, couching his horrible things, opinion yeah, as he usually he does. Yeah. One Go of ahead. the things yeah. that makes me most sad, like like when I am just like sitting on a park bench and I see a really overweight person struggling through their days, that makes me quite sad. It's not a lack of What are you sympathy. doing on this park bench? Like chilling. Not working. Have a job. <laughs> Researching airline. Yeah. Meanwhile, the fat guy who's worth two million is looking at yeah. him and being like, what a fucking loafer. He's this guy's sitting his, here in the middle of the day. I retired at 33. Mulling, Look at this his, his fat, his fat shaming airline. And then yeah. he sees a fat person goes by and goes, huh, that's sad. I should charge. Them. Yeah. I should charge them three cents. I should charge that guy. Actually. Yeah. Three cents more per pound. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is it's not a, a lack of sympathy thing. <laughs> There's a whole mix of people that might find themselves obese, and some of them, no matter how... Um, oh, just have some guts. Give us your terrible opinion. No matter how modestly <laughs> they eat, they can't seem to shed pounds, and I Well, have, there's different sources of obesity. I have nothing obesity, but heartbreak yeah. for those people, and... and oh, and, my God. This is so, like, one of those <laughs> corporate... Councilman... Hold on. Councilman Before Luke's got to finish no his Christmas speech. Bonus. Yeah. <laughs> this is, like, three right. paragraphs of preface. Yeah. yeah. All right, so how much are you charging so, per ounce? So I'm really, what are you charging? No, I want the numbers. I'm really sensitive to that aspect oh, of it. Oh but God. I am of a completely different mind. Oh, boy, here you When go. I'm sitting on a plane for four hours going from New York to Dallas or whatever, let's just say that that happened. Because it only used to take four months. But, you know, let's not inconvenience him on his golden throne through the sky for four hours. But go ahead. If I paid for, and I mean, I didn't pay for this, so whatever, but <laughs> I mean, the company paid for my seat. I They paid for a seat, not half a seat. Okay, so just to be clear, you're complaining about something that you didn't pay for, but go on. Yeah, the I, most I just want to be open about that in this Fair particular enough. case. But I've also paid for flights to like London that I'm like, Jesus Christ, is that sitting next to me? You know? 
I, I have no comment. <laughs> Joe's going to let me bury myself. All right, I'll keep going then. <laughs> yeah, you Fuck haven't so actually easy. said anything yet. You've just kind of hinted at you don't like sitting near fat people. <laughs> okay. But you're a good guy. That's all you've given us. No, so not far. that he doesn't like it, but that he has some rageful, ireful. He, it, it, yeah, it brings up some ire it's in him, but, but he's still a good guy. <laughs> okay, so what's your solution? Yeah. Let's get okay. into that. Okay, so I hate it. <laughs> let, me just, uh-huh. let me make that. That clear that so so you're trying to say is you hate the, the, the these situations not these people, but you still want to punish these people. He hates so them let's get to that. I want to hear him. I want to hear. How I do haven't you gotten there. I'm, I'm treading this path very carfully. Wait, but what do you? What is your line? What do you define as as you say these? No, people? let me just. I'm just want to finish BMI saying the experience and the why it's negative, right? So in the extreme case, somebody's taking up half your seat, and you only have half a seat, but you paid for a full seat. Okay. And airlines have been making the seats smaller and smaller, which is a, a separate problem. But so the seat is already tight for you, yeah. and now you're squeezing into half of an already tiny seat. But what's your line? It's quite a, a, a harrowing experience if it's like a multi-hour flight. My fiance had had to do that on a flight to Turkey once, and she was squished by this really fat person. And that's not fair to take a 10-hour flight, 11-hour flight, and and have half the room that you paid for, you paid like $1,000 to fly in coach. You know what I mean? You're not even yeah, No, you paid $1,000 to fly magically like a Greek god across an ocean and several continents. That's I, what you're paying $1,000 for. I'm not for the fucking being ungrateful to the, to the remarkable... Sounds like you are. The remarkable fact that flying exists. Right. What I'm trying to say is... You're just saying you're not happy. If you bought an ice cream cone and they gave you... Half of something covered in broken glass. You You have to bring up ice cream. Fat sweat, you know. All right, Luke. So here, let me tell you why (laughs) it's just a crapshoot. Because this has happened to me. I was on a tiny jet, and I it was like one where there's a single seat and then two seats. And the guy next to me was huge. I think he was like a retired football player because he's watching football highlights on his phone. He had the big like hands, like gigantic baseball catcher uh, hands. Oh, good. But he had the website. But he was huge. He was like 500 pounds. He was pushing me into the aisle. And there was a seat open in first class. And I asked if I could have it. And the flight attendant said no. And then she went and sat in it. She didn't want to sit in the jump seat. Yeah, she wanted to sit in the open oh, seat in first that's class. that's complete bullshit. She should it is, but Skylaw, I can't say anything. What Can I tell She's her? I'd be like, work. you're being a cunt. Then they hog tie me with seatbelts. And I go on a watch list. You can't, like you <laughs> said, you can't say be, anything. That actually could be good for the podcast. That would be yeah, great for the podcast. Could you but, go with your wife and she films it? And then I'll I'll get a good thunk lawyer. Oh, I mean, I'll, I would have I'll a lot of trouble I, if I end up on a no fly list. It'd be really hard to fly back east for for podcasts. Yeah, but, you do. but you can hire a limo at that point. We'll be rich. bro. You're right. I'll just take a week again to drive. A, I would do it in a no a week a week again me. to limo across the country. That's how you. Fly. I would do that. That would have been better than a Subaru and there'll be with no two dogs, dogs and, and <laughs> yeah no, and cases might of be, beer. But you'll be everywhere. in a limo. Who gives a fuck? But so it's a crapshoot, Luke, because. Under your rules, okay. Let's say they I didn't go make by any rules yet. I know what your rules are, though. You want to? You're going to say if you're my spilling rules over, that I texted you. I've since reflected on a little bit. Let me just say that I was very angry. Well, when here's I was texting he, here's you. the common layman's rule. I'm going to just make assumptions, oh, pretending God. I didn't see those messages. Uh, is that if you're spilling over into the next seat, you should buy two seats, right? Yeah, that's what, what most that people. That's the response. I'll tell you how the airlines most people it. give. Yeah, but no, I'm curious to start with with you, Johnny. How do you define spilling over into a seat? Like, is it 10%? So I think, is it 20%? I think, yeah, you would have to pick a percentage because think about it. If can I just spilling take over, my fat? If somebody's, if you yes. can, if you do, it's not about mass, it's about volume. 
Yeah. That's a good point. If it were about masks, they wouldn't be shipping like bananas every no, time they fly it, from Miami but, to fucking New York. But isn't it about mass? Because mass essentially translates to weight. So if you're you weigh twice as much and the plane needs it's that not much more about fuel, mass. It's less about mass. Do you know every fifty pounds know, you add to the plane, how much dollar um, increase in in the fuel cost that makes? Well, it depends how far. I looked it up bucks. today. So every, I no, I know that. No, no. I mean per gallon, like. Okay. Right, but over the course of a flight, that adds up differently depending on where you're going. Uh, on a, it was like an average, like city to city flight, like a New York to Dallas, like a three four hour flight, okay. like a regional How much? airline, three dollars per fifty pounds. That's so not bad. It's not bad at all, actually. What, so it should cost nine dollars for a hundred and fifty pound person to fly. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like the the. It's not so much the weight. People sometimes. Yeah, but say, that's the same as percentage of how much they spill over into your seat. If they spill ten percent no, no, over no, into no, your no. seat, no volume and mass are not the same thing. Then how do you calculate? But Joe, you're how forgetting. Many people, do you Joe, know that have like, hold on. big gut forward? But he's don't already grow he's already getting angry. I don't know. That's me. I haven't calculated. That's kind of me. That. Yeah, but you've seen um, those people in the world. You know that volume and mass and I've shape seen are... frog face people in the world. What pig man? <laughs> um. <laughs> so, uh, um, but Absorb so Joe, you're not thinking Johnny of now yeah. Give if you, yeah, yeah, Johnny, what's no, your answer I got to it. whatever my question? I got it because there's something you didn't think about, like with the percentage thing, it is mathematical. Because if you say ten percent, it has to be from both sides because you have to allow everybody that option. So that means that the middle seat is impinged, let's say ten percent from each side. It doesn't meet safety standards anymore. Like if you could run a simulation where their seat. Is that, like yeah. taken up and they have to sit like this or that, yeah, and you run it through a te- like a crash test safety. It probably would fail. So you'd have to make it more safety based yeah, than comfort these, based. These who's coming up with these these measurements for these Luke. metrics? Like it's not a. I'll tell you what. It's a very. It's two tests that they do in Luke real time. Airways. Okay. Yeah, so what, first what off, would these be? if you're um, obese enough that you might be looking up these policies on their website, they have the policies, and most of the airlines recommend buying two seats. And the policy is that Wait, if buying the plane, two seats for what? Like for for what yourself si- for what situation though? So that you can sit in two seats that are adjacent and take no, up no, two no, seats. No, no, no. But I'm asking, like, if you're humongo. N- yeah, but do they define or specify what yes, humongo is? They do. So and, what do and they And a say? humongo person might know ahead of time. Maybe they've flown in the past and it happened to them. No, but if but you're you on have the cuff, to, this is important you have to, to know. No, no. You, I mean, because there have been overweight people that are kicked off the plane for this reason. Technically, when you buy a ticket, it says your seat in economy, coach, whatever they call it. Yeah. It, um, you have to be able to buckle the seatbelt, but that includes with an extender. So they have extenders for seatbelts on board. Yeah. And it, it helps the thing buckle around a, a larger person. Yeah. So it, that has to be able to buckle. And there are some people where they're so wide that even with the extender, the seatbelt does not buckle. And you have to be able to move the armrests on either side up and down. So if mm. you can't move the armrest up or down, I've definitely that's had their, that like, person sitting next you're, to me. You're, you, I see. Because you can't safely. Because if the plane crashes and you need to evacuate, you can't safely do that it. Happened. And, that happened when yeah. a, a Air France plane crashed in Toronto. Um, a fat guy couldn't get off, and the plane was burning, and they were trying to get him off. Like that's a mm. real security concern if you're, right. you know, legit. I'm talking legit. Right. It, so this, so it's it's something that like when they ask you to buckle in and have the armrest down if you can't do it they'll say we'll buy another ticket for another seat or they'll just kick you off the plane they because probably you didn't buy a won't do anything time. unless the people next to you complain 
Because at the end of the day, what See, that's, they don't want to be rather have that scandal, which has happened where like it happened two times in the U.S. Yeah. where they had to kick a fat guy off the plane. And he went on the news and was like, this is fat shaming. This is crazy. I'm a human being, that kind of thing. That's bad press for an airline. So they're not going to say shit. So they're going to make you, complain, their other customer, be the bad guy. Yes. That's a shady, exactly. subtle corporate move right there. Uh-huh. Well, so the story. It's easier wait, so for you them have to, to be... have the fat guy like get to the city it's going and it he's he or she is going and and then that's that and then like all that happened was one customer sat next to a fat guy. They're not even going to think it's American Airlines' fault as much as it's just like right. society. Yeah, it's, you know? it's fat shaming society's fault. Yeah, right. I mean I'm kind of okay with that, so, but yeah, I don't so, know because because now can't fat guy try to like if you missed work because of that because you missed the flight. Can't you turn around and sue the person no, that got you kicked they off the said flight? In, in the fine print of the ticket you buy, it says if you if you think you cannot fit into one seat at these, and it gives you the dimensions of the seat, mm. um, you should mm. book two seats. And if there are empty seats when the flight's leaving, we'll refund you that extra seat you bought. See, that's actually uh, very reasonable. That's pretty reasonable. Like normally, that's they not- just say you should reserve two because right. we if you if you're like right on the you, border and you don't know, you need to be able to show up and that's available. Yes, and, and it, it that actually is and most is airlines yeah. say if you buy it. If you reserve two in advance and, and, and forward the money for the two seats, at the time that you check in, they'll charge the second one at like, you know, fifty percent the price. But if you don't reserve two seats and you end up having to you pay two full seats price in that moment, you pay the price that somebody would pay if they bought it. But that's also that them. Day. That's also them. Like they're they're sort of making uh, some money off of fat people. Exactly. Like as yeah. corporate entities do, be like, oh, we'll pitch this as like, oh, this will be great. People will think we're well because they over like, they yeah, oversell anyway. Selling that extra seat. Yeah, they oversell. Yeah, and they, the they, anyways, so right. even if you show up and you need two seats, they might just sell your extra seat anyways because it's like. Well, this flight's oversold, we'll so if we have to kick someone. your fat ass off, that frees up two more tickets. We still sold the tickets. Who cares? Like, yeah. But if it gets the flight get off the ground, they give that's you what... on like an, an, an emptier flight coming yeah. up. But that does get into yeah. again right. the bad PR, right? That would not look so great if somebody went on the news and started complaining about that. Yeah. So, what's so. your rule, Luke? Well, oh, he has scales and rulers and tape measures. It's really weird. They're all in his car right now. And oh, trunk. actually, guys. The, so the like, technical dude, term for how big you are. I really need a job. Uh. Did you hear it? I heard humongous. Oh, humongous. <laughs> Remember that? That's a yeah. old viral clip. What did of a you guy. say to me? What did you say to me? Humongous. We should have played that one for our freakout episode. Yeah, that's that would have been a good that one. That was a legit clip. ten minute freakout. I didn't watch the whole thing. I, I kind of got that it. That man just sexually harassed me. And no, I thought like, I thought he sexually he made a like, He said humongous. <clears throat> so I'll give you a name. It's Hugh. Hugh what? Humongous. Yeah, also, if you, like name, boy, like if you demand my name, if you demand my name, I'm going to... your name, governor. She's like British Indian, I think. Yeah, but, but that's if some, somebody it, gets their cell phone in your face and angrily demands your name, you have every right to give them an, an, a ridiculous alias. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, you know? totally. Oh, my name's Johnny. Go fuck yourself. Like, yeah. what, what do you expect me to say? Like, yeah. I don't owe you anything. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Totally. It's um, a very New York But so, I, all I was thinking was, I was trying to... I want you to say, tell the rule that you would make them buy an extra ticket too. Yeah, wait. Same what, how is your airline different? 
Like you, you measure them like cattle before they get on the plane, right? And then charge their credit card. You step I up assume, on the scale that they check the luggage on. Yeah, I Do assume, I get a discount I assume that's if I'm exactly smaller? What happens? You could you could bill <laughs> it you as like a la, credit card. On you file. could bill it as like an a la carte flying. Like pay what you actually bring, Dude, including your body weight. Like, that would work for because they already do that. They charge it's you buy a ticket and then anything else they charge you for anything seat. Yeah, personal Ryan Air, Ryan Air, the Irish Airlines like that. You, you could fly from London to Paris for like you have to pay like for twenty bucks. Item. You have to pay for everything. Yeah, like anything you can think of. That's how they get the the list prices to be so low. Right, and exactly. People book them and they're like, Wait, right. So you just what? charge a cattle fee surcharge when you you know get to the airport. No, I would do it probably uh, like when I texted you guys. I had not done any research. Right, as you do, making your. Claim. I've yeah. since like looked up that. This has been a problem, and different airlines have made bolder moves. The mm. only country that I know of with a law is Canada, which says that like being fat is a protected class that you can't discriminate against. Oh, Canada. What does that mean? It kind of means that if you have a doctor's note saying like you're fat because of medical reasons, which like right. no, 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 you just you, you just need a doctor's note saying you're fat. Yeah, but nobody held you down that. and injected you with fat. And and um, society bro and then the airlines I mean, have something to provide to like up you know so accommodations yeah but it it it's it only applies to like within hmm. canada flights like international ones are different so um there there was a there was a problem where this this kid got kicked off one i, I forget the airlines maybe norwegian or something but air france made a very strict policy and and then they got all the bad press so yeah. all the airlines have kind of backed yeah. into the sort of like Let's not deal with it if we don't have to. But technically, our policy is if the armrest can't move down, then we then you're technically because it has to be a safety thing. Yeah, yeah. If you can get if you can get stuck in your seat, they can't get you out of the right. plane during a crash yeah. landing. They can't safely say they can guarantee a, you to get but, somewhere. But that's a different issue than what we were initially talking about. Initially, what we were talking about is not so much. It's like okay, so that's one line, the safety issue aspect of it. But if we go back to the right. original points that you guys were complaining about the armrests are down with the uh, most of these people it sounds like that you've encountered but they're still spilling over into your seat making you uncomfortable taking up your space yeah the real the crux of yeah the what if they do that, that is, shimmy move what? to get them down what if they do the shimmy move to no, get that's them down I mean. they can still get and then down, they're still spilling over so how yeah. do you address that because this is an actual realistic question in terms of like sort of what you were saying before. Well, I kind of feel like an asshole maybe for saying, get the fuck out of my seat, but get the fuck out of my seat, right? I think you put motion sensors between the seats and a scale, like a grocery scale in it. See? And if you're of a certain weight... If you're of a certain weight and it reads that you're spilling out of your space a certain amount, then a red flashing light goes off with a, <laughs> like a klaxon, yeah. like an eh, eh, and then the flight attendant comes over and that tells you That would be such a leave. loud flight. <laughs> <laughs> what? Which flight? All of them. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how else would you do it? So, so yeah, what do you do to address my, this, this fact of still again, being uncomfortable for people Just to over? be clear, because, like, my uh, first reaction is to feel sad that the guy who's, like, fat and spilling over is aware of it, but he's just like, I, I don't know how this happened. I just got really overweight, and I couldn't yeah. seem to, to get on top, you know, get on the winning side of this thing, and... I gave up for five years, so that wasn't good. Is this what he told And you? here he's on the plane, like, but he still has to fly somewhere. Maybe he's flying to a funeral, whatever. And then there's me being annoyed next to him. Yeah, but... So I definitely try to play the other side on this one. But you could also make the argument, right, if we're going to talk about, okay, people who have conditions 
uh, of various sorts. It's like, well, what if I'm somebody sitting next to one of these people who, yeah, the armrest goes down, they can buckle their seat, but they're at that limit. So as you say in these examples, they're sort of spilling over into my seat. What if I suffer from like severe anxiety and part of the application yeah. or, or the expression of that is I, I can't have just random strangers touching me. When I was young, when I, when I was young, I had an hot, overweight, hot, I had an, not hot I had an, in the hot way, hot in the right. temperature way. What? Yeah. They're yeah, warm. It, hold on. Yeah. No, let me give a, let mean, me give like, a, let me give a hypothetical. And you're like, I suffer from anxiety. Joe, I can't have people touching me. I got you. I got a great hypothetical. You're young. You're a young child. You're at a party. A drunken, obese clown <laughs> passes out and falls on you oh, outside of the bounce house. <laughs> and nobody comes to get you for like oh, a minute or two. And he's blacked out, just passed out. And you're just trying to escape from under there. And it's only like a minute, but it's so terrifying. Like you still have night terrors. You yeah. can't hold down a job or a relationship like that. You're right. That's the root of your anxiety right. as a person. Right. And then the somebody of the exact same proportion sits down and you're stuck in the middle between right. two people like that on a plane. Yeah. And then when you freak out, you end up getting put on a terrorist can, watch. Can list. I insert a How's story that not, here that fits perfectly? No, that's that's exactly the point, right? It's like wh- what happens when these sort of conflicting uh <coughs> you know whatever conditions come into come into contact or come into play, right? Right. Cuz that seems like a real Well, is it fair that a little person has to pay full price cuz they let kids fly for free sometimes? Well, that's what I mean, who do you, who do you kick off the flight then? I mean, any any system's going to have problems. I got I got to insert a quick story with Johnny's hypothetical cuz I have the real wor- world version of that. There is no and real I, world. And I only just learned it like from my mom uh, last week like I we went out to dinner with her. Oh my god, we're going to find out some terrifying Bazlov story. I can't no, wait. So oh, those are the best. When though. she was first a nurse, like she was a nurse for like 25 years. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, uh, you never. When she that. was first a nurse, she had that um, sounds cool. First a nurse, this like morbidly obese <laughs> patient like fall on her and the other nurse. Aha! See, this is what I'm talking about. So that, but I mean, this was not. Is that why she told you she doesn't hu- she doesn't hug you? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't. Want, I don't want to crush you, Luke. Uh, yeah, I had a bad experience with a patient once. Go outside. This person wasn't even on the scale of what Go we're play with your dolls, about. Luke. Um, in, in terms of flying, Lucas, put your dolls I away. They, I think they were 650 <laughs> pounds. Like, Lucas, oh, I'll throw them out. Yeah, like we're talking like a, a, a like crazy, whatever. So they were trying to help, like change oh, her clothing or something, and leaning her up and like really like pushed her back up or something. And the woman tried to kind of like grab her own weight, but then like fell on my mom and the other nurse into the corner of the room and they legit couldn't get up and the lady couldn't get herself up. And so and they start calling dead. for help and they're smushed like under this like massive, like, you know, obese 600 pound woman. And they call in some other nurses and they all try to lift and they can't do it. So they have to like figure out some other solution. And it, the whole thing takes like, I forget what she said. If it was, it was at least a half hour. Okay. And here's the best part. The woman gets really hungry in the middle of this. This is such a, a her lunch a shows story. up and it's like a ham and cheese sandwich and she, and she starts it. eating it and the crumbs are falling on my mom and this other nurse underneath her. So she weight. could plausibly have a doctor's note saying she suffers from crippling yeah, anxiety. So she's flying. She might have a permanent fear of yeah. that happening to her. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. What happens when it's like a, an, an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? Like what happens when you have <laughs> that person spilling over into your seat? And it's you... crazy that the plane can even lift it. 
What? Okay, now you're just being mean. <laughs> Lift what? So that's the problem too. Like now that this is just turning into our fat shaming episode. <laughs> so on the one hand, <laughs> I do the feel episode supposed to be about airplanes. We're yeah, just like no, talking about. On the one hand, I agree with Luke. I do feel bad because that lady might actually have like be ashamed. She's like, I just I need this sandwich right now, and she's eating the sandwich while she's crushing two women to well, have to. Yeah, death. she clearly has and, a medical condition, and that's she's the point, you know, right? and I mean, she's trapped in that body. Like she, if she falls down in her life. It's she can't just pop back up. That's not a sensation. Like it's an ordeal. It could take hours or or days to get back. Like yeah, that. True. So on the one hand, that feels like enough punishment. Where you're like, wow, like you know, like Give yeah, you did it to your, seat. yeah, you did it yeah. to yourself. But like that's a lot to deal with. Like I'm t- probably like thirty pounds, twenty pounds overweight, and like that hurts my back and it's just a pain in the ass. So I can't imagine being like two hundred, three hundred pounds overweight. Like yeah. it's just gotta yeah, be that's... exhausting. But on the other hand, that's I get true. angry because I wanna be that fat. Like I wanna get three cheeseburgers when I go out every no, day. Like I do. It's delicious. I just don't want to be that no, big. But like part of you, you know, wants I, to not care yeah, anymore. I wanna but... eat a bucket of peanut butter M Ms twice a week. Like that would be I would love that. That would be enjoyable. I wanna drink the heaviest beer all day every day i kind of do already but uh like yeah. you know what there's i mean like your, there's I w- your 20 30 pounds for you yeah like i want to go eat fucking burgers every day who doesn't burgers cheeseburgers and fried french know, potatoes fried in oil i could eat that three meals a I day i think it's hardwired into you my don't. brain yeah. that i wouldn't enjoy it if i was always doing it i i think it's a different type yeah of that's what you convince right? yourself no no it's a chemical you, thing you convince yourself that about cigarettes too no you're confusing enjoyment as sort of a stock all in one term there's a difference between enjoying something and feeling fulfillment yeah right and that's sort of the difference here it's something like, lasting yeah if, if you're the type of person who is in this situation where clearly you don't feel good and you eat all this food and it's like you know, just sort of bits of momentary satisfaction. Yeah, I'm hedonism bot. Yeah, I don't think you... I, no, I'm saying for you, like, I don't think you would actually be happy with that. I think you would be fucking miserable, and you would be very jaded. Oh, oh, yeah. And and a lot of people, like, you know, like I mean, someone's yelling your car. Like, minds, but. I've definitely run into a lot of, like, overweight people that get angry, like, unreasonably angry in a situation. Yeah, and It's right. like, they probably... It's just like uh, they're at a low simmer because they're just uncomfortable. Well, this is what we talked about and, in, yeah. in the public freakout episode. That. All those yeah. public freakouts, they're projections of their own... Not, I mean, insecurities isn't fair to say because, of course, they have insecurities, but they've also had a lot of shit thrown at them by society, mm. clearly, throughout their lives and their right. entire lives, right? So it's sort of yeah. a projection of that. So, yeah, there's, I, I don't feel like there's one good answer where you can look at and say, okay, that would solve everything, right? There's none. Yeah, there really isn't. Most of the right? complicated issues that haven't been solved are because, like, there is no clean solution, you know? Like, go ahead and solve the abortion problem. It's like, there's no clean solution to that. Like, yeah. if you're if you're taking the steel man of both sides, you get to an impasse, and, yeah. like, sometimes that's your model. It has to be an impasse. Yeah. If you you're running agree, an airline, you, disagree, you know, you, you have more wiggle room because, like, you have rules, but then you have your enforcing, and you kind of tell people, sort of like, like they tell cops, like, which laws are the kind we're trying to really enforce right now. So, like, there might be uh, marijuana is technically illegal in a state, but they don't really go after it. And if they put all their resources into it, then all of a sudden it'd be, like, a thing or whatever. Um, uh, I, I mean, that's how I, airlines I, deal with the, the, the obese thing. It's kind no, that's of like, how they deal with unless the we have definitely. to deal with it, then we'll lean back on our official policies. Yeah. 
but they're not trying to screw people over because like the customer service well, that's is bad pretty business, important yeah. for them. You know? It's all about customers. I, I do have to say, though, I, I just I do want to be a hedonist who just sits around eating burgers. Wait, you're and still on this? Raviolis all day. Yeah, I'm really hungry now. I just want a burger. Really, I shouldn't have though, brought it up. Do you think, like, what about on day seven? How would you feel? This is then? me. This is I'll me be on... upstairs putting batteries and things. That's hedonism bot. I love Futurama. Like you just find the next fun hedonistic thing to do. Like, All right, why can we not? stop talking about fat people and talk about actual airplanes? All right. So, yeah. anyways, that was like obviously just one topic. Luke for just airlines. had to get through that. So no, I, I brought it up as a topic we might land on. Might we might land on because he didn't research sp- all the airline policies today. Un- unfortunately, of- what do you Luke, do when you're curious about something, don't you start looking it up and then run late for teaching? Yeah, I'm not <laughs> denying that, but I'm, I am denying run that. Late. Like, oh, it might come up in the. I was podcast. ten minutes late for teaching. Were you really? Because yeah. of that. Yeah, that's worth it. That's probably uh, the best reason you've given so far for being late to teaching. Because mostly it's like uh, I just, you know, the hand was still on the dick. So. Oh, that was involved, but like I, I wasn't gonna skip. That's that. weirder. Which is weirder? Uh, I want to keep reading these guidelines, but I got to jerk one out. Good thing I got two screens. Like that's weird. <laughs> it's a weird level Still of multitasking. <laughs> that is a tale. Uh, but of two but vibes. here here this is what's gonna happen. This is my prediction. Luke's right. They're gonna make the customer be the bad guy. And eventually, as plane seats get super small, because they're going to get smaller and smaller, yeah. as they have been. Have you seen those terrifying Asian ones where you're basically standing and strapped to a board? <laughs> it, it, it looks like the drone drops, droid dropships oh from God. episode one, Phantom Menace, where the, the rows come out and they like unfold. It's basically that for airplanes. And they're going to do it for like quick regional, Who's like same China? day flights. Yeah, it's in China. Of course. Of course, it's China. That's See, that's I didn't awesome. even say it was China. And he was like, what is that, China? China? Of course, it's China. But so what's going to happen as <laughs> seats oh, keep man. getting smaller uh they'll make that a rule but also you're gonna lose a free an empty seat next to you like if there's an empty seat they're gonna be like oh guess what we're putting a fucking 50 pound duffel bag on that empty seat because it's the airline seat and we're shipping enough stuff in like every inch will be optimized and filled with cargo that they'll just be like yeah we don't leave seats empty if we don't sell them anymore like put cargo in fruit it's like oh right and it's like can i get a can i have a grapefruit it's like no if you touch the grapefruit you go to jail i'm saying eventually it'll it'll spill into the cabin yeah i don't know if any of that's my slow down the boarding process. Yeah, I don't know if any of that is ever going to happen. Yeah, but it, I it'll. They're going to stack boxes of grapefruits. Like, have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen <laughs> the trains in happen. India? The have who? you seen the trains in India that are like bristling with people hanging off of them with like stuff, <laughs> like all really their all their like, fruits and veg no. and stuff? That's going to be the airlines. What are eventually. you talking about? <laughs> Uh, we're heading towards a pretty steampunky, cyberpunky kind of future. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. Part of it's going to be, you know, like What's chickens running around on planes and shit. I think you shit. just read a, uh, a... I think Johnny's been enjoying himself too much since he set up the West Coast studio in Portland. I have been, but also... <laughs> Doobie I've been, Tuesdays. No. Dollar Doobie Tuesdays. Johnny, you should put out a solo episode. Just like go, go Oregon Doobie level jo- deep on beer and weed and just hit record. All right. I thought that's what this episode was. <laughs> oh, apparently. But uh, no, I can real. do that. <laughs> we haven't said <laughs> I did I did smoke some uh C B D uh cannabis the other day. Nice. With, with large amounts of THC. Oh, in it. C- and C B D is is legal here. And Wait, I uh, and I yeah, so <laughs> it sounds better. Ah. And uh I had that I was reading about the hurricanes and shit in in <laughs> the Caribbean. It's really the <laughs> only way to get between the, a lot of those places is planes. Flying. Yeah, it's oh, flying because boats are <laughs> a boat is so expensive. First of all, <laughs> to maintain in the Caribbean and get just for passenger oh, travel. Tell me about it. So so everyone flies, and it, Bahamas just kick, said if you originally they said hey 
before the storm, anyone that's here illegally from Haiti, like, don't be scared and hide from us. We just want to keep people alive through this natural disaster. So, like, don't hide from the government. We're not going to deport you. And now they're like, yeah, now that we got a handle on things again, we're going to start kicking you out if you're here illegally. So Haitians get the fuck out. And I just thought about how wild the Caribbean's going to get with these storms continuing and, like, climate change and shit. And how, like, the planes that fly around in these small little regional areas are going to just be very cyberpunky. Well, that's going to flood pretty huh. hard, right? A lot of those islands will lose a lot of territory. Right. And there's millions and millions of people that live there. So, like, what's that going to do to their transportation and their. Yeah. That's already yeah, happening and, in places, dude. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. As soon shipping as grapefruit on a passenger plane is not like weird. You, when, when you don't need a runway anymore. Yeah. Like oh, runways make airports have to be so big, dude. That's I think that's actually going to be the biggest useful application, ironically, of um, the new rocket Elon Musk is working on, the Starhopper or whatever, the big metal one. Yeah, because that one is meant to go to Mars. But guess what's way more economically viable than going to Mars? Going from New York to Tokyo in thirty-five minutes. Yeah, which you'll be able to do in that rocket. Oh my god! And you you don't need a that's runway. Crazy. You just take off from the middle of New York Harbor. And, and you land in a platform, and you take the, the ferry ride. The, but how yeah, the they, like, ferry ride from the platform to the yeah. city of Tokyo is probably longer than the rocket ride, right? Yeah, it's, I think it's a, it would be a 10-minute ride That's crazy New to think York about. to uh, San Francisco. But if it's a rocket, you'd have to land Jesus. like out. You couldn't land like on top of Rockefeller Center just because you're in the NBC rocket. Like you'd have to land on one of their floating platforms. I mean, out you can land water. wherever it has it has landing, you know, gear. Yeah, I just don't see like New York City or Tokyo letting you land a rocket in their city. Why not? I'm just saying. I I just think it, it's cool to think that like you'd have to land because that's how they do it now. SpaceX they land on those barges on the drones. Yeah, mm-hmm. you no, know, it would probably it would probably you're probably right. It would be. I mean, it would be wherever. But for it passengers is, but. like normal non astronaut passengers, they would have to figure out the acceleration and deceleration so that you don't ever get more than like two G's or something that like, like or we, we or you just have like to 1. be point five G's on a plane. That's true. It would have know? it would have to be reasonable where okay, old people aren't gonna explode. You know when you feel the blood right. lift up in your body when you're on a plane? Yeah. Like it loses altitude for a second. Yeah. That feeling is about like either minus one G or plus one G. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, rockets can go to. Or I think one G is what we're feeling now. So it's like maybe. But 1. it's 5. it's like a, yeah. it's like a logarithmic thing, right? Like seven Gs is. It's way more than than, than just yeah. seven times. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. But rockets um, would be the end of of sort of travel. Have you seen I that? Feel like yeah. As an have idea, you because it's just you're not traveling. You're just getting there in half an hour. Like I don't right. think of so, getting somewhere in half an hour is traveling. So they it's they not did a that. Did you yeah, ever see it, that show? It takes the longer ex- to get like to the next town over here than yeah. it would to get to Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever see that show? I think it was The Expanse, where they have like the most of the solar system has been colonized, and they had to figure that out with the momentum thing. The way it works is when you're flying. Let's say you're going from here to uh uh pick you know um Jupiter, one of the moons of Jupiter or something. Europa. You would you Europa. You would accelerate the whole time. Right, yeah. and and that gives you artificial gravity because you're increasingly sure. you're increasing oh, in speed yeah. the whole time. I've read about and then it. when you hit the halfway point, yeah, it's a it's a sci-fi and, ride. And, and you start flip. decelerating, <laughs> and it yeah. flips. But there's like a like a sound goes off, and you know, and everyone just kind of floats. And the cabins are set up to have two floors. Oh my right. god! So you, you should have just sex right at the flip time so that you, like well, you're, you're like on a free- plane. You maniac! I know, but you're free falling for like a yeah. second, you know. Yeah, and, and then it goes you get back to sex, and then you just reverse like the beds now the ceiling. This is why you're and not gravity kicks in. Loop. Yeah, <laughs> so you could figure that out with a earthbound rocket, I think, right? No, I think it would be 
uh, it would be too quick, but for doesn't that take a lot longer then to go from like here to Mars? Like you solved the gravity issue, but it would take like twice as long, right? Uh, yeah, because you're decelerating for half the distance. Like you should, but you're de- but you are accelerating so quickly that your speed ends up being constant. Yeah, but that's by, the, by that the time you get to the middle, you've got you've been moving so fast. It makes up for when you were moving slow at the beginning. And it would have to be. Slow, it would have to be so something approaching. Right that's like, the thing. 50% the speed of light, which obviously we've never done. Well, yeah. Oh, it doesn't need to be that fiction. fast, but it needs to be substantially faster than we can currently do with regular chemical rockets. Like I mean, those, just those are hilariously inefficient. As amazing as airlines are. Think about trying are. to get the light speed. <clears throat> you can get from New York to London in like five, six hours. That's amazing, right? That's pretty, pretty That's dope. amazing. But there when goes. you now transpose that onto on the space travel. Oh, it's not even close. It's nothing. Yeah. It's you're Not wasting your time. You're gonna die on a shitty piece of metal if you think you're gonna fly to the an next airplane star to or Mars, something, yeah. you know. But even right. fly an airplane to Mars, right? When we launch things into orbit, it's going in the like twenty thousand mile per hour range, like forty thousand if if you Which really people launch can't it even and really like, comprehend. use the gravity from a planet to speed it up or whatever yeah. things like that. You um, need to start to explain those speeds in miles per second. The fastest a plane goes is about a thousand miles per hour. Not the planes we fly on. Yeah, yeah. like no, when they're don't. like the 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 thousand miles per hour. We were going like nine sixty miles per hour on the flight to Turkey. No way. Yeah, ground. Speed. Yeah, probably. What? But if you go when the they other get way, high up you and cruising and they hit the jet stream. I don't think so. Oh yeah. Yeah, like when I was coming from Oregon to New York, we were going six something. But on the way back, we were only going for something because you're fighting yeah. uh, the Earth Difference. at that point. And they don't, they don't I guess, <laughs> I, I mean, th- th- this particular uh, flight, I think, was way faster than I remember. So I think we caught, like, a, a good tailwind. Brought to you today by Miller Lite. Enjoy the light. That's pretty good. But it's not brought by them. God damn it. That's another fake advertisement. Oh, no, uh, reverse, reverse advertising. Reverse sponsorship. All right, let's save it. Yeah, sure. What? That was pretty good. That, sound, that sounded like it was in reverse. Is that not how it. this works? Uh, do, you guys, do you guys ever get nervous while flying? Yes. I hate it. I'm not supposed to be there. What? Give me, give me a, a, a mm. run through of Joe's internal dialogue as you're like, Taxiing, take okay. off, and taxiing, and then we take like, what's off. What's generally and then I'm in peeing, your mind? I'm peeing, I'm peeing, and then I'm just in the air, pretty much. Um, no, it's this idea that uh, as much as I know that I'm safer in the plane than I'm safer flying in the plane than I was driving to the airport by a pretty substantial margin. Your probably, anxiety is way higher. Probably multiple times, right? Uh, I I both marvel and I, I think it's the marveling of the fact that. This is this should be impossible. Yeah, that you're right? doing it. You're you're convinced that it's going to work. But I'm also not doing shit. I'm sitting in you're a powerless. I'm sitting in a seat wondering when the fuck are the free snacks going to come because I got to take a dump in the back, right? I'm not you're doing, doing more to f- you're doing more flight. to you know you're doing more to fly than Ramses the Great ever did to try to fly. You know what I mean? You got on the plane. You're actually doing it. You did it. Right, but I I, I feel like I'm Ramses. testing my sanity a little bit. You know. Like, yeah, it's, I, I'm, it's an, I'm testing. It's, am, it's I, am, a, am I actually convinced this thing's going to fly? Well, it's also something that's not <laughs> normalized if you think about the span of human history. Like, for the span of human history, this is myth, what you're doing. It's myth. If but you that's what I like this, about it's it. Is it's not, if you describe this story to 99.99% of humans throughout history, 
they would say, oh, this is a cool god story that you got on a m- magical Oh, how does it work? Well, the, wi- the and... wings create lift. How does that work? Oh, wait, do they flap? No, they don't have to. Okay, that's definitely yeah. they magic. They flap like then. birds? Yeah, so they're just... That's something there. my... my... Yeah. My father-in-law is a pilot, and he hates the song Wind Beneath My Wings because it's actually the negative pressure of the wind above the wings. It's the high pressure above the wing. Yeah. Or the high... Yeah, the high pressure that causes the lift. So it's really the wind above the wings is way more important than the wind. The curve of the wing makes... um, You are the lift above my wings. Speed up as it goes. Uh, Yeah, that Um, works just as well. And so air... air, um, But see, that's what I like about... Don't try to pretend to explain it. No, you said it. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it, but the, 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 don't try to explain flight. We're not we're not that good on the, the, the physics side, right? <laughs> That's great. Boyle's <laughs> I have law. No fucking idea. Um, no, I, I'll, Joe, I'll, just Joe, I'll link just in Joe. the episode notes. Theoretically, a cool video about how wings create lift. Joe, you just you just nod and you go, mm, yeah, Boyle's law. Oh yeah, Boyle's. No, it's Bode's law. It no, is Bode's the Bernoulli law, principle. I'm pretty oh. sure. <laughs> no, it probably is. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, like you, um, what was I saying about planes? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. If you um, haven't already, folks, thank you for listening. And we would like to encourage I always, you to I always, support us on Patreon. I always brought to you by Yingling. I always fantasize about Your the person who like beer. clicked on us by accident, thinking that like we're going to help them, like, you know, think through all the things. That, here, oh, I remember now. Not to forget when flying internationally this year. But fuck you if you're <laughs> clicking on our podcast for that. Yeah, it takes an hour and a half. We give you two, maybe. But uh, <laughs> no, I remember now like what it. I was going to say is. I don't believe that. Like, what makes me feel not freaked out on a plane is it's not like, you know, something like cooking, which is much more interpretive or suggestive or music. Mm. Like, there's. it's It relies on science. The pilot doesn't have to be amazing or like. You know, have innate ability. Point. Like if they just do the training and but follow, there's like a set of rules smart. to fall back on, and like that's why I don't get nervous on a plane. Whereas, you know, like cars, like nobody's talking. Like planes all talk to each other in the sky. If something yeah. goes wrong, it's a malfunction. Like cars they also blow up. But cars uh, smash into each, each other. other. Yeah, but your car is way more likely to get smashed into by some idiot not looking at the road than for just like something to blow up in your engine. That I almost got hit by true, some yeah. fucking sixteen-year-old practicing parallel parking today, today? i saw, just yeah. like jesus stop you're good i saw i saw a, a, a crazy crash on the way home and it was just these two cars accordioned just smash and on the one was on fire <laughs> oh wow look at that stretch <laughs> johnny has uh, yeah i should tell the listeners the west coast studio is fully operational johnny they has just saw some stretchy headphone thing he could just walk throughout his room with the headphones connected. but here's the thing luke the, the right crazy to the crash finish. i saw today where there were the two accordion cars and one was on fire and there were mad cops everywhere no dead people there were just people walking around where right. if all of a sudden oh the plane engine explodes your initial reaction is well i'm about to die and I get to live through that for I don't know three to thirty minutes. I guess. Keep in mind that that that, that, that whole I think thing. Is the, you know what they say: the, the most terrifying of part it, of right? a train plane crashing is. Way more people re- drive than fly, though. Like I, you know. That's true. And but I think percentage, you're still it's, way more it's likely definitely to die safer. Driving. Like you can think of it as safer. I'm not arguing that. And a person, a person can take any drug they want or they can find, and then get into a car that's not even theirs, that they don't have a license to, and physically drive it. There, Whereas yeah, it's pretty no hard to get... To get in your car. Yeah, it's pretty hard to get up in a plane that fucked up. And if you are, chances are, like, NORAD will be like, why are you, like, zigzagging around this no, city, like, drunkenly? Look at the Malaysian Airs flight, dude. 
They started oh, zigzagging, just... and the air, the air traffic control was like, "Uh, what the fuck?" And they never responded, and then they just went south. Well, that's because they never got heard ta- from again. Well, that was a that's weird crazy. thing. It just that might have been the, off the radar. Uh, that might have been the aliens, but what? that's another episode. It might have oh, been it's aliens, definitely abducted by thing. aliens. It's possible. I remember. <laughs> I remember when CNN uh-huh. was trying to say that, like, maybe they went through a wormhole. Um, yeah, like Langoliers. But no, here, here's it could be some. Like here's some. King, Langoliers. Is, oh, have you, dude? That that that's a weird <sighs> low budget made for TV. Movie. Oh my god, it's that's terrifying. probably the best made for TV movie. You know what I mean? That's probably the best one. The but best Langoliers, adapted, I think. Langoliers. You no, know, I've watched it like two times. I would least. get. I would the get most on that potential. Pilot that, oh, that motherfucker was legit. Who yeah, was he knows how to fly. What are you gonna, no, no. You know what, Luke? Hole. Fuck yeah. that, Joe. And, fu- and then Joe, save, save him. Sacrifice himself to save everyone. Right. Somebody has to stay awake. Somebody has one man left behind. How did they put themselves to sleep? Uh, oxygen. Uh, they cut the air to the cabin uh, to, or the oxygen to the cabin. Yeah. What a stupid rule. This is a this is <laughs> no, a, we're getting this is a story by Stephen King called. I think Langoliers. it's like a quantum entanglement thing, but check it, out this beer. We didn't mention our beers yet. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we relapse. did. We've been advertising them all all episode. Relapse. Don't relapse, but relapse. Well, uh, can I plug my beer real quick? I know you want to talk about Stephen King, yeah. but no, no, plug the beer. So I just had one from Groundbreaker Brewing Company in Portland, and uh, Portland, Oregon. And it's a gluten-free brewery, so I had their pale ale, dry hop pale ale. was made with sorghum, chestnuts, organic lentils, Belgian-style candy syrup, which I believe is a beet sugar, mm. uh, cane sugar, and organic tapioca, maltodextrin, and then hops. And it's oh, really nice. Oh, fuck that. Maltodextrin. What? It's organic tapioca maltodextrin. <laughs> it's a sugar. Maltodextrin is a sugar, it's, you it's, savage, it's okay? Evil. And it's beer, all fucking beer has some dextrin it. I heard it causes autism. It causes everything. Name something. What does it? Um, Multidextrin. So you guys want to hear? You guys want to hear some terrifying plane stuff I have for you? Sure. Yeah. Oh, and I just oh, sorry. I just opened Relapse Cold IPA from. It's a IPA from. No, you gotta uh, have a good way, fake. Wayfinder brewery. Can you pour me some of that well. through Skype? Is that a thing? Dude, you gotta have a good fake Should line be. for it. Like relapse. Don't collapse, but relapse. Oh, to like market it? Yeah. yeah. Come on. That would have been good. All right. So I, you did it for that one. I'll do the next one. Yeah. We're never going to get sponsors unless we. You're right. I'll, I'll step it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless this episode t- is brought to you by Home Depot. <laughs> so everybody gets, everybody gets Build scared. your podcast your way. <laughs> everybody gets scared flying. If they get scared, it's usually the landing, right? Because uh, no, that's in the, the movies. Dude. with. <laughs> no, the takeoff scares the fuck out of me because I'm thinking like, oh, we're just high <coughs> enough in the air now where we're probably going to crash and I'm going to die scare instantly. Me. Both scare me, but the takeoff scares me more because often I get the feeling like, okay, we're not in the sky yet and we're already going yeah, fast yeah, exactly. enough that we're just going to crash into the ocean. You're like, I would definitely oh, you, die you do pass a point, yeah. You pass there a, point a point where it's like you either don't you know, get the, the lift does, or... Though. Fuck you. No, see, I, I get to the point where yeah. I'm like, this is way faster than I've ever driven in a car, and I would definitely die if I was in a car and hit something at this speed. And and I can't That's tell how much longer the runway is, and a lot of these fucking airports, oh, as like soon La- as you LaGuardia? get some lift, yeah. you're over water, yeah. and you're like, uh, so what happens if we like didn't get lift? Like, 
what happens if there were Science, enough dude. what happens if there were enough overweight people on the plane that oh, they missed they miscalculated the takeoff speed they didn't weigh them all at check in and look at us now we're no, all no they dead. weigh everything so and they assume an average weight for uh, at, for customers at Luke Airlines they 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 take your age into account so children they give an average child weight at, up to that's, an age that's so ist dude no, I'm just saying, like, they, they need to know how much the plane weighs, and that's how they calculate the speed for the takeoff, depending on other atmospheric conditions. So, mm-hmm. like, they, they have to know how much each bag weighs, not so much so that they can charge you, but so that um, they total up the weight of all the, 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 the uh, checked baggage, and, and that goes into the calculation. They total up all the weight of anything, and that goes into the calculation. You know what I mean? No, I think you're racist. No, like one time our plane wouldn't take off because you suck. <laughs> you suck <laughs> because and they, I'm an NY school, uh, NYU were... film school graduate. Sucker. <laughs> we're cross pollinating episodes. If you haven't listened to our public freakout, we should be plugging other episodes. If you haven't listened to our public, oh, you freak have out to. Episode. As Joe says in some of the intros, it might be one of our best. Oh, this is definitely our worst. But I'm going to keep saying it at the beginning of episodes, <laughs> like I did this one. Because why would I stop now if you're listening? Oh, this is for sure one of our best episodes. Yeah. The best. We have fantastic They're episodes. They're always the best. It's so uh, I, have, I have a quick guest here who wants to tell a takeoff story for you guys. That's exactly what we're talking Wait, about. Wait. Are they drinking beer? Yeah. I just did, yeah. She just did. Hey, Kara. So this is Kara. Uh, hey, man. She comes and contributes and sometimes. I, I use that as a gender neutral term. That's good. What? So you Kara? Know. Yeah. Man. Like when I say hey man, like oh, I don't. Cool. Imply so, anyways, any tell, tell us about your. Uh, she, she's fl- she's cool. flown quite a bit in her life, and she actually has a pretty terrifying takeoff story. Would you mind telling us? Uh, yeah, there was a. Oh, I'm not happy blizzard. about this already. <laughs> yeah, I got to fly Friday. <laughs> Fuck this. There was a blizzard in oh, good. in no Jersey because oh, you're already nothing fucked. can you're ever go right in Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they kept Jersey saying listeners? like noth- nothing's leaving, Cut, nothing's definitely. leaving. I, I don't know if we have downloads but, in Jersey. Were 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 you um like on a questionable flight like right when they were canceling them kind of thing? Yeah, well, for the longest time they were saying that they weren't gonna let any go through, and then there was like I guess a window in the weather, and they said all right, everybody get on the plane, like we're gonna try and try and do this. And uh, it was very my dad way. Sitting on the it. plane, you know, they're they're de-icing, they're de-icing, and then we start taking off. And we're all like, "All right, cool." And then we start taking off. This giant gust of wind comes and just slams the plane down back into the ground, like it hit the ground. I mean, the wheels hit it. It wasn't like it, the nose crashed or anything. But the oh, wheels you, smacked back you were, down. You felt like it lifted off the ground we, and then it we had lifted off the ground and like pushed yeah. it back into the ground. Fuck that. Yeah, and oh then the pilots God. were like, yeah, we're turning around. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if uh, Johnny said so far, but I have um, five pilots in my family. And I told one of them about that experience and they were like, oh yeah, that's that's not ideal. Like, so what happened when, when, when it slammed it down? Did they just immediately abort the takeoff? Yeah, they, well, I mean, you know, we, we uh, went back taxiing for a second and they were like, yeah, we're not going to try that again. And that's uh, what I that mean. Like, so it, it got a little to lift leave that night and then it slammed back down and then they just hit the brakes kind of vibe. Mm hmm. Damn. Yeah. 
Yeah, but so that's that, a that crucial freaked her out for a while flight. after like, that. You're either going to get enough lift to like clear the city that you're about to fly over, or you're just going to crash into the Long Island Sound or the. Well, that's Atlantic fine. I, like, like. Uh, again, I don't know what you guys have talked about so far, but having all these pilots in my family, they all pretty much say, if you've got two wings, you're fine. Yep. They go yep. through such rigorous. Uh, training every six months uh, in simulators that show all these scenarios like you know nothing against Tom Hanks and whatever but uh, I think that was who played Sully. it Sully oh, <laughs> but uh, Sully yeah. like what he did literally every single yeah, other you pilot, ask any pilot in front of people pilot. they're like oh yeah it was great he saved those people you ask any of them privately with a few drinks like fuck that guy i could have crashed it in the water yeah that's what they train for they train yeah. for that exact scenario Wait, so like a, a easy, water landing it's just an easy maneuver it's just what you do it's not easy it's just that that's that's what it's that's why easy, we have people expected, in the cockpit right you know like like right. most that's, that's planes at this do. point yeah most I planes see. at this point fly themselves they you know they're they're like they're like great Teslas up there. Um, it's like the last yeah. few we minutes have, the pilot takes control with the landing, something like that. Yeah, usually like the first the first couple minutes and the last couple minutes, and then other than that, they're they're just watching that all the radars and the blips and the boopies are in the right the bleeps, zones. the sweeps, the and the beeps. You say. Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah. a lot of the work I've been watching this um, YouTube channel called Mentor Pilot, and it's just great like guy. this guy that just like makes. Um, like videos where he'll just talk about something or he'll do like um, he'll uh, videotape himself in the simulator or like while actually flying. And he just answers like he'll go through like the simulator training where they go, this is what will happen if two minutes after takeoff, both engines fail because we hit a flock of geese, something like what happened with Sully. And the plane turns into a glider because these planes are designed to be like they can glide, you know? You have alternate power that. Comes do you know what they say? And you can, do you know what they say is the, the most terrifying? Control, you know? As long as you have the flap control, probably. Well, yeah. some some planes are are wired with cables that control the flaps. In fact, the seven thirty seven Max eight that's it's a hydraulic thing. Is, yeah, is a cable one. I'm pretty sure. Um, some it's, pilots it's prefer hydraulic that or they, pneumatic. They, they yeah, can feel it. You know, but other ones are hydraulic, like electrically. Right. Yeah, but you just need a small amount of energy. You don't need a giant exactly, jet turbine yeah, yeah. to keep those batteries going. But the, the, they say the most terrifying part uh, when people survive crash uh, landings where they have engine failure, the scariest part is you can hear the engines dying and you don't realize how loud they are until they cut out. Mm. And yeah, there's like a split. So there's a <laughs> there's a split second before because it gets real quiet and then you start to hear the wind as it's passing by because you start to lose that lift and drop a little bit oh that's cool and and so you feel it too you talk about that feeling when the blood jumps you know when they start descending at the end of the flight so you feel that as the sound cuts out and it just that whine gets louder and of course you know my brain just thinks of those world war ii dive bombers where they come in in the movies and those were they did on purpose they had like Whistles attached to the plane because they knew it would terrify the shit out of people. Yo, could those you ones go into one a, those? into way more of a dive Holy than shit. they like. On I I, yeah. I I forget the exact number, but there's a calculation depending on how high you are and what kind of plane you are. Like you can go this many miles <laughs> per thousand feet, 
and I forget oh, the exact number, but yeah. they calculate like how how many miles can we make it if if our engines are are no longer operational. Right. And yeah. what they do is they use and the falling energy to increase speed. So if they angle the nose down, instead of trying to use up all their energy on lift, right? Yeah. They allow themselves to lose altitude, which gains them speed, which right. creates more. They're going lift. forward That's what still. They do with yeah. The, the space shuttle, because the space shuttle when it landed. It was all. There was no. There's no engine that you're using. It's all gliding, and so and you, friction. Yeah. Yeah, and so you have to plan it out like way in advance and do this crazy loop to, yeah. to land. But it's there's very subtle variations in the if tilt. If you have some kind of rudder, yeah. right? So one of the well, things that's all you need. Yeah. That slows down. But a the plane whole thing is the they whole bank. Thing, it becomes a glider the the whole yeah. way down. Yeah. When a plane banks, yeah. it slows it down, right? You know, on the on the plane, you ever see those flaps go up and just face against the wind? Yeah, yeah. Those when, are when those are land, called yeah. like I forget what they're called, like wing brakes or wind brakes or something like that. They they, they they're. Uh, I believe it's called a flappy do. But go ahead. Uh, flappy, flappy, flappy do, flappy do. I'm sorry, as the as the person who knows most about planes in the room, it's called a Flintstone. Oh, uh, okay. I think I think she's right. It does start with an F. A foil. Have you guys ever been part of an abandoned landing, like where it lands and then takes right back off? You mean a transfer? No, that does happen. No, they'll start to land and like it's too icy or they're they're having too much speed, so they just take off again yeah, and they yeah. circle back around. Have you? The craziest one you see a plane. Kara, have talked you to seen planes when they try he, to? He said it happens about like one out of every 10, 15 times. Like Wait, you just what? Don't realize it. One out of 10, 10 15 times. Like I, I forget the. They exact don't always he touch said, down. Maybe. They might approach and then ab- abort too. Because have you ever seen a plane land with crosswinds? They come in at like a oh, forty-five crazy, degree yeah. angle to account for it, and then when the rubber hits, it just straightens out. That shit is. They so come in sideways so watch. that they can put the nose into the wind. Uh, and yeah. they come in looking like a crab, you know? Because that has happened Terrifying. Where, where I've been at that. Because sometimes you get to a certain height and you think like, oh, yeah, we're, you know, two, three minutes away from landing. And then there's been times before where I, I'm like, we're at that height. And then all of a sudden it's been 15 minutes. Yeah. And oh, so you're circling. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, so, yeah, sometimes it's circling, waiting for other planes to land. But, right. but they listeners, you got to remember... Planes are so safe. There are right oh, yeah. now tens no, of thousands in the sky. About? I know. Isn't yeah, it actually, crazy I that right now at this moment, I went. It, there, there's tens of thousands. And they call of it. They call it the city in the sky. the sky. I saw a yeah, movie at, once. at any given point. At any given point, there's over a hundred thousand people in the sky you right now. That's a small city, city worth. Of pe- that's how many so people live many in Beaverton. So many overweight people are sitting on oh, airplanes. Oh God! Right now. Here we go. <laughs> oh, here it goes. Overflowing. <laughs> yeah, we covered all that. Uh, I actually uh, went to school with a chick that uh, a plane crashed in her yard. Uh, was it full of aliens? No, it's full of people. They were at church, but like she said, like years later, like their dog would go like wandering in the woods and come back with like bones with a uh, engagement ring on it, and they would like return them whenever they found it. Well, why didn't they cash in the engagement rings? Uh religious people i guess oh, I, I was gonna say is that bad juju like bad karma yeah 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 right and well and that plane in my fucking backyard i'm taking i'm selling <laughs> your fucking jewels and metals that plane they had no they couldn't find the black box so they don't know why it went down either uh it was like be, in the 90s why do they make it black isn't that gonna make it harder to find why don't they make it like a pink box doesn't that stand I think out it's a, i think it's actually orange 
Wait. Orange. So that's bullshit then. It's Sorry, hold on. Wait, box. wait, wait. You two are both from fl- from Florida. I say Florida. How do you say orange? Is it orange, orange. or orange? Uh, well, I'm from New York, so it's orange. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, bitch, it's where's orange. your birth certificate? Well, we were raised by New Yorkers no one's talking in Florida. About it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like the shame of your life? Uh, I had to, yeah, let's I go had with to, that as the shame of my life. Uh, <laughs> I had to say that. Florida's bad, but it's not as bad as some of my experiences. When when we moved here, I, uh, I think it was the gas company asked me my place of birth. And I was like, Florida. Plantation. Yeah. Like I've, I've had to, to move locations here to the West Coast. A few people, they ask, like, your name, you know, whatever, last four digits, yeah. like, municipalities or whatever, like, to move the mail or something. It's like, and your birthplace, and I have to say Florida. Yeah. That came up the other day. I was on a date, and this chick was like, wait, where are you from? And I was like, Florida. What do you What do you mean by that? And she where was I'm like, from, what? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Flor- well, well, I spent a good couple months in my mother's uterus. You should have been like, yeah, yeah I, I know where all the best. And you know, and feet. then I came out to Florida, and the humidity didn't change. Hey, yeah. that's gross. <laughs> was that too yeah, that's pretty gross. But you, no, you, you can just say, uh, <laughs> "Go ahead, Kara, make your vagina jokes." Oh, hey, Luke. Hey, everyone, I'm back. I peed. That's one of my three go-to's. I yeah, that's your heard vagina that privilege. privilege. That's a good one. Thank about you, Florida. Thank you. Please, please reuse it liberally, liberally. or. Conservatively, I don't know. You're from Florida. So I think planes are great against your own self-interest. America is great. (laughs) I think what we should really focus on is making planes greater again. Would you agree? Hey, Kara. Yeah. um, I know you share the same thing. I have like a a pretty... That rash? Like intense fear of flying. No, actually. I've I've done a... while flying. Yeah, uh... We should talk Benzodiazepines about that. Benzodiazepines are fabulous. So I, I'm not sure when it happened. Uh, I've flown the first flight I took. I was, you know, under six months old and have been flying constantly since then. But uh, around 25, 24, 25, maybe I acquired a. It was it was right a, it was right around when that uh well, aborted I'm, I'm, uh, takeoff thing happened. It well it, it was around that time, but it might also have been I flew into um fuck. I was leaving out of Amsterdam and I flew into where's the UN headquarters? You didn't fly into that. No. Brussels? The Hague, New York City? No, Switzerland. Geneva? Geneva. That's I flew into Geneva. <laughs> but you flew in there. Uh, was this I'm on the way to stomach. Scotland? No, no, no. It was on the way to... Uh, Geneva. Saint-Olympath, France, to get my tattoo. And I... It was on this tiny-ass little plane, and it was the worst turbulence that I've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. Like... Like, bouncing... Like, your ass left the seat kind of turbulence. Um, which all the pilots I mean, that I know... I mean, you're flying over the Alps. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Mountains so coming into are Geneva, the number one it's cause, like I think of turbulent air. But if you were yeah. in an American plane, plane you would have been fine. Probably. Mm-hmm. Airbus so flying, is a French flying company. into Geneva, it's exactly. a big uh, America semicircle of mountains surrounding the town, which is in this beautiful valley. Uh, so coming in, it's like gorgeous, but you have to like cu- you have to like turn around the those mountains as you're coming into the city. And it creates some crazy, crazy turbulence for a tiny little plane. So you're banking off turbulent mountain air to begin with. Yeah, so and it's a rough so then I got in, flight. and then the next morning, I had a 
eight hour tattoo session, which was the first tattoo I ever got, which like psychologically that didn't do anything to me, but like, you know, you're in pain for eight hours. It like puts you in a different it puts you in a different place. And then flying and then I flew out the next day. Do not recommend. I ruined that shirt by bleeding the black ink onto it. And that flight also uh had a crazy amount of turbulence. Um and so I I don't know whether it was that experience or the failed takeoff, but between there, like my body was like this is hella scary. Like mm. we can't do this. So and then the next time there. I went to fly transatlantic, so, yeah. which I did probably every two, three months for yeah, like six years, four or five times a year. Um, I hardcore panic attack, like oh. probably the first like panic attack that I knew, like I probably had panic attacks forever, but, uh, you the really first one that I knew it. was happening. Cause yeah. like I, I, my pulse was at 200 plus I was like, cold but sweating buckets i couldn't breathe and this was for the entire eight hour flight oh god um, really oh yeah that happens oh, yeah. to me on it the long island railroad sometimes that's insane it. yeah especially if you have to shit because yeah. like a 20 minute panic attack <laughs> is insane oh yeah Let alone but it was it was the full hour eight hours attack. jesus yeah. christ um i mean i bet you were kind of coming coming in and out of it like it would just keep reoccurring no <laughs> i don't know if, if the heart could beat like 200 for eight hours not yours. Are you a doctor? Shit. <laughs> um, so here's some more terrifying plane trivia you for piece you. Of shit. So I'm just gonna keep peppering that in throughout the episode. Is the episode uh, over? But I got over it. Benzodiazepines are great. Go see your therapist. Yeah, we should wrap everybody. This up. Yeah, now we can fly whenever we want. Um, yeah, and now so, I'm pretty much over it. I can fly like I without saying, taking that one. Like hour. I was saying before, people used to get. Like, I would always imagine people would be nervous about the landing because the takeoff is scary because you're like, oh, is it going to happen? But it's the first, it's the start of it. You know, you're just hurry up and waiting until the actual takeoff. Then you're in the air. Then you might have turbulence. You might get air sick or whatever. And then the landing is the next big it's the uh, next milestone. Event. Yeah. It's the next event. And that's the scary one because you see the ground coming up. It jars you suddenly. There's all that dropping in between. Joe's just bailing there, I see. Yeah, and okay. you're just like you're just like, uh, fuck, I'm back in Florida. And then yeah, and then you still have to get to wherever <laughs> you're going from the airport. And uh um um <laughs> Do you want me to finish his thought? So what he's saying is she that she keeps jumping actually, in and making me lose it, actually. But oh, I thought um, that my so quips were is, quippy go, and wonderful. Go ahead. Yeah, you know what I'm gonna say. You can't interrupt it and not fit. Jesus Christ. Okay, so uh, it's actually the takeoff is way more dangerous than the landing because you, you're right. You, you're still you're increasing. You're accelerating rather than decelerating. And you weigh down. You're, the, you're at your heaviest because you have the I most disagree. fuel. And what you're heaviest with <laughs> is highly combustible. So if you yeah, belly yeah. slide and start leaking fuel on the runway and sparks are flying, You'll that's bad. Whereas if yeah. you, whereas if, if they know they have lemonade, no, no, they, mean, there's been on. situations where they know that the landing gear is <laughs> fucked and they might have to slide. So they'll circle and wait to run out of fuel. So they're lighter. They don't come in as, ha- as hot and they the don't jet, have the, some that blue one that, that, that the wheel came down. Yeah, that's I didn't yeah. See that. So you they, they did that. And it also gives them time to get emergency crews. I'll link it. No, you won't. No, you won't. You're not going to link Dick. <laughs> Just tell him to screw himself and look it up himself. You're you not going to link you it. You can link Dick. Are you? Oh, are we referring to the one listener? Is that what? We've yeah, already, if they ask, we'll just we've message him. Though we've already. Uh, well, we've oh, already, hold on. Are we it, using him as a general neutral pronoun? We can use whatever we want because we already advertised for American Airlines, Miller Lite, and Yingling. So yeah. Oh, this episode is also. I think 
I think American lane. Airlines is super Should we classy. Should kayak on there? Yeah, they got good deals. Kayak.com. All your that travel needs Sky Miles? from walking, Sky running, scanner. flying, and kayaking. Go to kayak.com now and get to your destination today. Enter offer code THUNK at checkout for 20% off. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Have you guys talked about the worst airlines you've ever been on? Uh, um, Spirit. Spirit. Yeah. No, actually, oh. Frontier was the worst. Oh, Frontier's great. I've, just... I've had some bad experiences on Southwest, but they tried uh, to make okay. games out of it. Frontier just doesn't I haven't fly been on anywhere. Southwest in a long time. Frontier only yeah. flies to certain places, and there are like 12 hour transfers. That's the problem with Frontier. But their flights yeah, are Yeah, but 20 they're bucks. so cheap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where Spirit, their flights it's are like $20, and ticket. you're in a fucking paper airplane. Yeah. Like, yeah, because those Frontier like flights, mostly plastic. What? Those $20 Frontier flights, they have to send the plane anyways you know so they're gonna just be like shipping an empty plane so like eh, you yeah. can jump on for 20 bucks they put a lot of cargo on most of those planes like, frontier's the most ill-efficient company i think i've ever dealt I with i think that even if the flight was mostly empty they still make money off of it because they're I shipping so much i still think JetBlue's the worst though but i tried really? i tried yeah. to book a, Have you been a flight through frontier I think and so. they 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 changed the flight they were like oh yeah you ordered this ticket for monday at noon uh we changed it to tuesday at three and I called them, and I was like, why am I calling you about this? Like, that's not the ticket I bought. And they said, okay, well, we can make it Tuesday at noon instead. And I said, yeah, no, I have to be at work. That's why I bought that ticket for that day. I'm not, uh, like, I'm going to. They just moved you and I told them, like, cool I'm going to reject it? your charge on my card because that's not what I paid for. And they were like, oh, wait, wait hold on. And they said, all right, we refunded your, you your money, and here's a $100 voucher. And I said, great. And then I looked up flights, and it's like, yeah, they only fly to like two places, it turns out. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, JetBlue is definitely like the worst. On Frontier. Yeah, that's what I mean. I like, honestly thought by paying though. 60 bucks, I was like, I'm paying for my death. That's, that's what's happening. So I, They're I, checking I paid, less. It was cheap, <laughs> but it was, and I didn't pay for the ticket. But someone bought me a ticket from New York to or Oregon on JetBlue. Oregon. Oregon. I flew Oregon. out to you guys most recently on. Delta, and that was a fine flight. They had fine all these movies on. They had, the they had all these movies on demand. All the was, they they also had the best airline food ever. They had all local stuff from places in Oregon. I guess the airport there like gets local vendors. So it's the best know. airplane awesome. food, like local cheese from the, this like big creamery around here, and like an organic brand, like blueberry muffin with real blueberries in it. It was delightful. It's the first time I've gotten to my destination after eating the in-flight meal and not having like diarrhea. It was incredible. But on the way back, it was in a longer flight because of the slower airspeed. So it was six and a half hours. It was closer to seven with the delay. Oh, but dude. Seven, Why didn't you Seven hour app? flight. It was the same price for uh, that, that Delta charged me to come out. And same price going back. And when I get there, they're like, oh, yeah, we don't have a meal for you, but you could buy one if you want extra. It's like twelve fifty. It's like 15 bucks for like a cheese plate. And then I tried to buy it. And they're like, That's oh, yeah, we're out of that one. And oh, they're like, yeah, we're sorry. out of that one. I was like, what beer do you have? And they're like, I got Miller or Blue Moon left. And I was like, oh, what was the craft beer? And he was like, it was something good. I forget. And I was like, he's like, yeah, but we're out of that. It's like, just because I'm further in the back of the oh, plane, I don't, don't have get the beer a beer. I, want. I don't I'm get on my a magic meal. throne in the sky. I got to take a <laughs> diarrhea. I want more magic they're charging, beer. Go fuck yourself. You're charging $12 for a 12 ounce. That's a dollar an ounce for beer. That's way too much for beer. 
It's a dollar an ounce for a beer. It's twelve dollars for a twelve ounce beer. You're on a oh, plane. I'm in the sky like a well, god. Yeah, yeah and I'm uptight. Let me oh, relax. Give me a fucking beer. Rage. It sucks. I want. You I should want get a free, free drink. Still, I already made I it to the sky. Why isn't my beer free? Why do we have to take off and land? Why can't we just get there? I'm only oh. allowed to take three shits because other people have to take shits. Uh, oh, I took a <laughs> shit. It was rough, but. Uh, it's the first time I've shit on a plane, I think, ever. It was bad. I've never shat on a uh, plane. I, I that's that's got to be a lie. You've so, been over to Turkey so many times. You I didn't shit the I've entire time? My first trip to Turkey, I didn't even pee. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get up. Was that because you were you were still new in your relationship and you didn't want Who are you trying to, to prove what to? I was just kind of scared. I was just like sitting in the corner like, I'm just going to stay here. What do you fly yeah. out over to, to Turkey? Hey, Joey, Turkey you ever Airlines. seen a grown man naked? I love Turkish what? Airlines. Turkish. What? They're so good. Yo, the foreign airlines are crazy amazing. Yeah. What is it like Air China that I flew over to Taiwan? It was beautiful. They had like these amazing like ornate napkins. I like the the chicks were hot as shit. Like yeah, yeah right. the chicks these so American hot on other so hot because they're allowed because, to be sexist. <laughs> Fair enough. That's because they're uh brought to you by Americans ugly flight attendants. Oh, that makes uh, sense because only rich people can fly in. Norwegian other Airlines, I flew that to London, man. No, it's it's that because it's hot stewardess action. Yeah, because oh, everybody yeah. can fly in America and everybody as a population just go to the DMV and see how you feel about how attractive right. people are. You know Wait, have you guys talked about airports? Or is this just planes? Not airports yet. What do you got? Well, oh, fuck Guardia. Fuck. Well, yeah, but Guardia. but so Johnny and <laughs> I have been to I mean, Schiphol in Amsterdam. That's which, a cool airport. Which is a cool ass airport, and it has a smoking room in Schiphol, like that. Like it's inside, so you can smoke year round. But it's got like uh, paper mache trees, and like the roof has got like fake. Uh, yeah, Munich's Munich's talking to the microphone. I'm oh, sorry. Please. Did you smoke in it? Talking to the microphone. I am look. This is not the. Uh, no, but when I was in Munich, they had <laughs> they had oh, one that you guys was are uh, so <laughs> married, married life. Because <laughs> like I'm like talking to the microphone, and she turns and looks right at me and asks the same question, talking at me. And then, then you give the, the same answer, and then I laugh. It's great. Yeah, it's great. But she was that also works. right. Like she's close See enough how that's to the funny mic for me? that it's picking it up, so she's all good. Yeah. I just can't right. hear anything, so I, I can never tell. Right, but yeah, you're in, really in, yelling at her about your lack of hearing. <laughs> right. Uh, she yells in my ears all the time. It's That's mostly hers. Right, yeah, it's symbiotic, and it's still hilarious You're like, this is me. softer than normal okay. when we're doing the podcast version. Yeah. Why? Yeah, at least, yeah, the headphones at least have a limit. They work as mufflers, but no. In the Munchen Airport, which is also beautiful, that's what they call it there. It's not Munich; it's Munchen. That's I'm learning. Munchen. It's Munich here, but uh, they have a big glass room in the middle of the airport to smoke in, so you could see like in and out, I guess. But it's got Camel like cigarette branding all over it, and I I lived in Winston at the time, Camel City, Winston Salem, North Carolina. So it's just really weird. I was sending pictures. I was like, hey, check out it's the Camel Lounge. And like that's the kind of shit that's been illegal in America for a while. Those kinds of smoking lounges. So it was really weird. I went to Germany and saw my hometown cigarette you didn't company. Smoke in it? No, I, I don't smoke anymore. Yeah, but just for the experience, I don't. Right. Smoke. I mean, I, I, I walked I, in I and smoke. took a picture and <laughs> I don't it, smoke. It breathed deep. They were smoking a lot of European cigarettes. It smelled a lot better than American smokers. Oh, you should have done. Oh uh, man, you're breathing but. in all the smoke that was in the wet lungs of other humans. Dude, you're so yeah, weird. Don't, you, don't think about. Don't <laughs> think about so that. So true. But what the fuck, man. <laughs> No, you he's right. Writer, I said that. Dude. I said that the other episode. There's still about time. Gum no, on an air, an elevator. Remember? 
<laughs> I'm 30 now, Kara. There's yeah, no time. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, Luke's done. He's joined I'm on, our I'm club. I'm on the way down. Yeah. My, I just got off the phone with my my mother, who was telling me, "You're so young. You've got so much life ahead of you." And I was it's like, true. Oh, "Yeah, my God. joints already hurt." Yeah. Yeah, you're only like a third of the way there. That's plenty. No, of time I already left. wake up in the morning. I'm like, how how many more mornings until I don't have to do this anymore? <laughs> <laughs> like, you, mean, you mean life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my yeah, that, Welcome <laughs> to 30. <laughs> yeah, I think that's 30. You are Mazel 30. Tov. Welcome to 30 Club, dude. Yeah. Hey. Me and you 30, right 30. now. Johnny will yeah. welcome you soon. Oh, Johnny's well, still I won't a baby. Well, I won't be, you just I won't be 30 it, by that though. point. That's what I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't get it. Oh. He's a spring chicken. Oh. Yeah, did, have, have, people, have the followers seen pictures of you guys? I don't do they know, know that Johnny is the youngest? Because I would purpose, imagine. But I'm sure we... No, no. What people that find out, like? no I would people, they would people think, think that I'm like 40 or 50. Yeah. Oh, people have told me people that have, who have listened yeah. to the podcast. They've said like, I, it's come up before where they not only say that they're surprised that Johnny's not 50, but they're also surprised <laughs> that he's married. They're like, wait, that dude's married, and they're, they're also surprised happily. that you're and, not the older brother. And then happily. when I'm like talking oh. to the microphone. And then when I'm like, he is married. Stay off my lawn. They're like, are you sure he's 50? (laughs) Yeah, I brought the old battle axe on this episode. That's just just, uh, prejudice against baldness, I think. Well, no, they don't see me. They're going based on my world weariness. No, you sound bald. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He does sound bald. Yeah, Wait, I guess I do. No, you got I think that, that, that bald anger. You know, it's Hold like, on. oh, fuck no, you. No, I like, like that think... bald angle, uh, anger. It's that bald, bald edge. No, yeah, I think I have an, that, like, I edge. don't give a fuck what you think attitude that tends to come with age. I've yeah. just got arrived there a little bit younger than most people. <laughs> right, that makes but, sense. But, I yeah. mean, you guys are pretty much there. I think Joe will be there in another year or two. Well, how old are you? I'm trying to keep a little innocence well, left 20... in me for as long as it old might enough. fester. Fester is not the right word. See, for, no, no, for, that's how you for, know he's uh, it's fading. Innocence, yeah, maintaining innocence. Well, it's still festering. You no, know? I keep the innocence in like a furnace, protected. Like. Yeah, that's also not the right <laughs> words. No, no, the fact that you called it festering means you figured out that it's not a natural state and that right. you know it's not going to last. So that's good. Yeah, no, what's, I'm, what's, I'm, I'm worried ooh. that it takes more and more coffee every week. Kara, what does your shirt say <laughs> for for it? It says, what do we want? Evidence-based science. When do we want it? After peer review. It's one of her better shirts. That's, That's awesome. actually a great... Every now and then you wear it out and someone will just put some nerdy awesome. looking person will point like, yeah, that's true. Because it's is got a I subtext to that shirt, which is like, hey, also you can't make a slogan that's actually good if it if it rhymes and you can say it in four words. Like, chances are you're saying nonsense. Right, and also scientific press releases are bullshit where the news yeah. is just sort of like, oh, yeah. How do you make a headline out of this? Farts cure cancer. Science it's like, paper. Yep, nope, that's you not know, what the like, study was yeah. at all, right? I'm teaching that this week, actually. That shirt would be yeah. perfect. I wish I had it because I would totally wear it to class. Yeah, this is a science household. Yo, I'll get one for you. Yeah, that's like a perfect shirt for what I'm teaching this week about peer review. <laughs> I have I'll a job. The shirt and then talk Joe, about if you need any help with that, you know. Can you come in as guest speaker? Yeah, man. You're from the East Side Symposium. Right? West Side Symposium. <laughs> oh, sorry. My and bad. that has to do oh, with fuck, planes and that if I was to do that, I would need to fly there. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about quantum mechanics since we're talking about planes. <laughs> so Can you just end this? Yeah. If we're on this plane... Should we go to a drunk tank? Should we transition? Yeah, I think we should transition. We're right at transition time. I'm down. Yeah, let's wrap Wait, it up. Right. I have, I have one more to? question regarding oh, I had a couple planes. questions, too. Oh, yeah. Ask him. No, ask him I, the drunk tank. No, well, just go. <laughs> Wait, he has yes. a notepad. <laughs> Do you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> what? If, is, this, is this the beginning of a bit? 
Yeah, I've seen a ever, grown man naked. <laughs> you ever been inside a Turkish prison? You ever quack like uh, a duck? I just wrote down my two favorite like lines from Airplane. Oh, really? It's just movie. it's the best like plane based movie. His drinking problem. Every time they cut to it, he takes a glass of water, just throws it at his face, and stares off like he's a drunk. It's yeah. hilarious. Or the pilot is clearly a pedophile. He keeps letting the kid into the cabin, and he asks questions like that. You yeah. ever seen a grown man naked? You like movies about gladiators? You hang around gymnasiums a lot. Like he just <laughs> has all these like really creepy lines that, and he asks yeah, the kid one, Those and then were and then the, the days. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who's in the cockpit, says, uh, "He's like uh, Clarence. You want me to check the weather?" And he goes, "I don't feel like it. You do it." And it just keeps going. So, you ever been inside a Turkish prison? It just keeps going, hitting on this child, and it's so inappropriate. But uh, yeah, so that was that's it. That's all I got. Turkish. <laughs> I don't know, Ted. All right, like, share, and subscribe. Wait, I have two questions that relate to the actual podcast before the drunk tank. Yeah, yeah, go for it. The first is, do you think that we will get to a point of like solar or other energy drive planes? Because that's one the reason that plane travel is so expensive is because of gas and because of like the protections that they need to put in place. And then the second question is, I don't know how many of you read man, in the high castle, but like if you could have one of those planes, like went into the atmosphere, would you ride it? Yeah. We talked about the SpaceX 30 minute. The answer, to yeah, the answer of course. is no. And yes, those are the, I answers. mean, I, I would ride it <laughs> to the extent that it passes the same safety, like, you know, test that that current flying does. So you're not driving the first smart car? I don't know. I'm not like a first kind of person. Like, I, certainly, like it depends on the on the activity. But like for flying, like if I'm if I'm flying somewhere for some other reason, like the flying part, like I I I just get very nervous about. Like even though so I so nervous know that you could logical. never join the Mile High Club, or do you think you could you get a boner on a plane? If it was a private I'm not plane, sure yeah, if I could. To be honest, that's, no, no, no. Hold on, that's why hold I'm on. asking, Luke. If it was a private plane where you had like the whole uh, cabin area to yourself, and you, you and your out. fiance were there, you would. It's the idea that you're gonna like <laughs> break the rules, and if they catch you, you go to prison, federal prison. Well, it's that you know. on top of the fact that like my brain is just constantly aware that I'm in a tube traveling through. The I don't air. know though, because like I could. You, I feel like it's like having sex on a bus versus a limo. You know, like a bus, there might be other people coming and going. You're not allowed to. Whereas on the back of a limo, it's like, yeah, I know I'm on the highway going 60, but you can do whatever you want back there. I think Very if it's a telling. private plane, you could join the Mile High Club. I'm I pretty sure I could, it, and I'm pretty sure I probably... You have a few drinks, you forget, you know? I've probably gotten, like, a sleep boner while on a plane. Like, who the fuck knows, you know? like Johnny was just telling me about a sleep boner on a plane the other day. I, sometimes on planes, when I'm really tired and, like, sleepy, I'll get those. Uh, and it's very uncomfortable. I mean, a sleep boner like, is just pleasant. that. You can't control it. You're sleeping. You know? Body's kind of sleepy, and maybe it's like, hey, this will help you get to sleep because you can't sleep. You it doesn't matter. I hope you... that the angle it finds as it like like fills up and like <laughs> creeps up your pants is not like the embarrassing one on a plane. Like, oh, if you're in yeah. sweatpants that's why on a plane, you better hope fly... it, like, it like finds a way to be parallel to your body instead of like sticking oh, up I've, 90 degrees. <laughs> I've made that mistake. And Don't Heil. Heil you guys Hitler can't see boner. this, but yeah, but Luke just Heil. <laughs> he did. Uh, yeah, but I've made that mistake on flights, and that's why I only wear denim now. Old jeans. Je- jeans are Ooh, heavy enough to make sweat. that boner they not, can contain not, um, it. They can contain the situation. Yeah, it Wait, hits hold on, its resistance. <laughs> From what I'm hearing, there's a business opportunity here. We need to make boxers that have a boner restraint. No, 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 no. Obviously, we're going to call it the cockpit, and it's going to be specifically <laughs> for flying. 
It's Come only on. for flying. Yeah. It's it's for when you get those awkward airline boners. It, it doesn't show, but it keeps your stuff comfortable all the time. All while right, you're Johnny, flying. give us. It's the gonna be. Hold on. Wait. Now. Wait. It's going to be $39.99 only um, sold at uh, Dwayne Reed inside of it's airports. Gonna, it's going to have a liquid-cooled glycol temperature control, so you don't get that waffly swamp ass you can get from sitting on those weird fabric polyester airlines. Oh, I seats. hate that. I so hate airline swamp ass. It's the worst. So it's climate-controlled, but it also uh, it's, it, it, it contains your, your, your device. Um, it's Bluetooth and Wi-Fi enabled, which is great. Uh, it's so it's smart. You charger pad. Uh, it charges. Yeah, you can charge it remotely. You can charge it off your earpods or whatever. It's you know, it's whatever. It's one of those. And it doesn't charge extra for leg. But room. if if you do start getting a sleepy boner kicking in, it, you're gonna have two settings. You can either have the containment one, which like just kind of covers it up, you know, make sure it doesn't see. And then there's the uh, annihilation one, where it just kind of drops the temperature <laughs> of the chilling Wait, and it kind of jerks you off. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it, it annihilates it. It ices you out. So the temperature will drop slowly, like a degree every minute until it shrivels the guy up and gets the situation, uh, you know, annihilated. This is brilliant. Let's go make millions. And it'll be called the cockpit. We call it the cockpit. investors. Investors like share and subscribe. I'm down with that. I have always wanted to open up a chicken, like a fried chicken restaurant in an old jumbo jet that you just, you know, put up on some, you put up on like a giant beam that you see like the gas station price signs on. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. have the plane up there and you take an elevator up and it'd just be all fried chicken uh, with cockfights and we would call it the cockpit. Maybe get rid of the cockfighting, but. No, no, that's what you eat. You eat the chickens. But that's why, we're in a pl- that's why we're in a fight? plane. Well, yeah, you don't want to eat a loser. Yeah, yeah it's a cockpit. Pit so you eat fight. the winners? No, you eat the losers. Yeah, the winners get to, to eat each the his losers. own. No, that's how it works. Different business model. Yeah, but yeah, I think there's something there. Wait, wait. So hold on. Having said this, I very seriously, if there are any open-minded pilots who have their commercial license, I have a business opportunity for you. Contact the Thunk Tank. Oh, you mean like pilots are going to get boners too? This is totally separate. Oh, like, but I, but I actually have like a very serious business proposition for someone. Separate from the boner cool. thing. Intertwined. Intertwined with the boner. Uh, thing. It's co- it's connected. <laughs> it's related. All right, I think we can wrap it up now. Okay. <laughs> hey, you want to hang up on Joe since he's not here? Yeah, I mean, we just did. He hasn't gotten to say. All anything. right, so the podcast is ending uh, now. Don't hang. No care. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Thunk Tank podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, If you want to help us out, please consider leaving a rating or a review wherever you listen to podcasts and uh, share it with people you think might like it. And if you really want to support us, you can go over to patreon.com slash Thunk Tank podcast. We have links to this in in the episode description and other places. And for as little as $1 an episode, you can help us keep the lights on. And you also get access to a very special Drunk Tank podcast. Uh, feed of episodes so every few episodes we'll have a few more beers and record an extra 20 to 30 minutes of extra thunky silly uh whateverness so there's a separate rss link you can get from there and if you put that into a podcast player you'll get your own separate feed of only the drunk tanks i think we have about six or seven of them out already and more to come thanks for listening and stay funky